It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Joni Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, we have Aaron Cheddar Talk Flottom. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Hey, sad news, sad, sad news in uh, the world of uh, competitive activity this week. WWE? uh, No, I had my Wordle streak snapped. Oh, this was a this one annoyed me today, and nobody will see this till tomorrow probably. But yeah, today's right. word it's one of those horrible ones. Like there was the one a couple weeks back where it was swill, and I'm sitting there yeah. with like S blank I L L, and you're like skill <laughs> still, um, spill no. <laughs> you're just let, me, let me get wait. Let me get it. to the one the other day that that ended my streak because watch was, it was it, it was ridiculous because <laughs> prior to that I had hit I had been three or less turns for almost a week. Oh, nice. And so what happened was a couple days back, the, the word was bat or the word was watch okay. on the second attempt on the second attempt. I got, I guess, catch and got a T C H <laughs> and then I had hatch patch match batch and I lost cause I didn't get watch and I didn't even get to latch yet. A T C H was a horrible, horrible thing to get. Because then I could only eliminate one letter at a time. It was it was gross. Yeah, that's how it ended. I had almost had it on the second turn, and then just didn't guess the right letter to go before it. Complete game of chance at that point. Yeah, no, that's no the thing. skill. It's it's no longer skill or finding letters or putting things together. But it's like, yep, there we are, mm-hmm. just stuck with it. Yeah. So I've got I've got four turns to decide between six words, and I guessed the wrong four among six words. But yeah, jerks. Speaking of Among Us, I'm doing real well at Among Us lately, though. I always joke, Anyhow. like, you know, grammar joke, or I guess specifically grammar, but like um, word choice. Um, I want to make something like Among Us, but it's only a two-player game. It would just be called Between Us. <laughs> and my kid's like, you're the worst, Dad. <laughs> and then I remind them that I'm not. They are. Yeah. Um, another another competitive event. Uh, sad news. Sadder than yours. Scott Hall passed away. WWE. I saw event. that. Um, Razor Ramon, man. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. No, and that was from complications from a hip surgery. Yeah. That is rough. That's too bad. I always like. I I liked Wolfpack. NWO Wolfpack was. Yeah. That they were. That was my favorite. And then they all betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. know, it, it, it's a man's soap opera. That was. That our, was. That was like the, the high point of pro wrestling, though. That mid to late nineties, the W, the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWE. Yeah, that was great. You had Stone Cold. You had Stone Cold in the WWE. You had Hulk Hogan and Sting in the WCW. Scott Hall, um, uh, Diesel, Steve Nash. Um, yeah, big, yes, big Nash. Um, couple, you know, I'll move the over. Sting came back after being gone for like six years. Yeah, you know. And WWE had a great product too. It's, it's yeah. the the that was the, the height of the Vince McMahon Steve, uh, uh, and it was uh, the beginning Soko of Steve the Austin um, uh, clashes. The beginning of the well, the Rock was coming into prominence. Mankind got huge. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was right there. Remember the Rock and Sock connection? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. But yeah, no, those wrestlers, man, they don't. Uh, 
especially the ones who don't have, you know, like if you see Steve Austin nowadays, he looks great. If you see the rock these days, he looks great. You see mankind. He looks the same. So, you know, as good as he ever did ever did. And, uh, he greeted, he was the one that greeted me off the airplane in Baltimore when we came back from Iraq the first time when I came back on leave. Okay. Anyways. Hi, I'm hi, Mick Foley. Thank you for your service. Um, (laughs) but, but you know, you see these guys, some of these pro wrestlers and, you know, like the Shawn Michaels and the triple H is still wrestling and still look good. But man, some of these guys, you see them like who've been out of the light for like 10 years and you see pictures like Scott Hall, just like a year ago, man, some of these wrestlers go fast when they go and it's, you know, how much damage they've done to their body. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's too bad. It really is. And, uh, I always liked Razor Ramon. He was good. He was a, he was a good bit. He really yeah. was. All right. Well, with that, we'll remind you of course, that you can follow this show itself on Twitter at Scotty Johnny pod. You can follow me at not so humble host and Aaron. Aaron is also on Twitter. You can find me at Cheddar Talk, John, at Cheddar Talk. Perfect. All right. Now, with all of that there, let's start rolling right into the main part of our show, which fittingly and well, we uh, like to call it our main event. Starting things off with the main event. Okay, in terms of main event, uh, we'll start with a little bit of Packers news. Just a couple things here. Uh, Billy Turner's gone. Zadarius Smith is gone. A couple of the big signings from you know, just a few years ago. Now they're they're you know they're off the team, and so we'll, we'll see what they're doing with that. It, it leads well, to and, me. And go ahead. I was going to say now Billy Turner got hurt right at the end of last year too, right? Yeah, and, and Z, Z missed, Z missed basically the whole, the whole season. Year. Yeah, he so had one sack, one sack in the division game that got us all fired up, and then <laughs> we didn't see him again. So, I mean, those two cuts kind of make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of money for guys who got hurt last year, and you, you hate to see it for them. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you, it, it's something that happens. So, Z's um, going to get a bunch of money somewhere else, and it's too bad with Billy because he filled in admirably after Bakhtiari went down and kind of was pretty good but he also has a big contract for what he is which is you know journeyman backup lineman and nyman played really well backup left tackle so that was nice to see as well that Um, makes that decision a lot easier too and of course billy turner had the best line of the year right after the um foot incident with uh aaron Rodgers when he sticks his toe up on the podium uh (laughs) billy turner came out on stage and asked why doesn't anybody why doesn't anyone want to talk about ask me questions about my feet or something to that extent. <laughs> nice. No, he was great. It was nice to have him. Um, it's too bad. It is what it is. But yeah, so we'll see kind of what this means for the draft. Now we've lost an edge rusher. Preston Smith gets re up though. Team well, favorite. He played, he played really thing. good last year. He played really good opposite Rashawn Jerry, Rashawn Gary. So. He, yep. And he's, he did much better as the run stopper that Gary isn't yet. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that helps somewhat in bringing him back to, uh, and he stayed healthy, which is another thing that definitely helps. Um, but on top of that, yeah, he's got a very team friendly. It looks a, a lot like the formation they use for you know Aaron Jones. So it's team friendly up front, and then you know we'll figure it out later when we reschedule all of this money to something yeah, else. Right. Um, um, and 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 with Devontae, I'm uh, Dev- man, this sinus. I have a sinus cold, everybody. So it's killing how I talk here. Plus, I had to take Nyquil before the podcast, so I can. So we're gonna have fun. That's <laughs> uh, gonna be great. Um, bringing Devontae Campbell back to be that run stopper. Um, right. That's the other big news. Yeah. Is that the- that? Sorry, not to 
squash your point, but that makes it easier to have <laughs> Preston resigned to be more of this a straight up pass blocker. Because I mean, that's a that's a after years of having a not so lovely linebacking core, that's a pretty lovely linebacking core. Yeah, ever since uh, I guess Nick Barnett's the last truly like top tier middle linebacker they've had, and that's not just me sharing last name with him. Um, <laughs> his numbers were as good, if not better, than Erlacher's when they were both playing in the in the Central. Like they were, well, especially especially Prime Barnett too. He had yeah. about a two year span there where he was probably the better middle linebacker of the two. There was a there was a stretch of if you just follow along for about four or five years there where he had more tackles, more sacks, and more interceptions. And it's just like, okay, what are we doing here? Erlacher had the name, and he was a Bears middle linebacker, but Nick Barnett's numbers hold up. He just didn't play as long, and he didn't get to that stay was, at the team. That was a bigger problem, besides being in Chicago. He yeah. uh bigger, bigger market, and, of course, like you said, middle linebacker. Well, and the other um, thing is um, <laughs> there were several years he was not the best linebacker on his own team in terms of just <laughs> pure numbers. Um, right, because Lance Briggs was playing at the same Lance time. Lance Briggs right? was a better linebacker than him. Lance Briggs was a monster. Yeah. and and the... <laughs> But he wasn't a white middle linebacker in Chicago. Right. So. And he was Sorry. a terrible person, and nobody liked him. He once wrapped <laughs> right. his tr- his car around a light pole and then left the scene. <laughs> and, of course, because he's probably intoxicated or impaired to some degree, um, went all the way home <laughs> and then later on said, oh, yeah, no, I, I remember being in that accident. Um I just, you know, nobody was hurt, so I just went home and slept, and um, I feel fine now. You're like, oh my God. yep. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was weird. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So that's basically but, where we're but, with but Packers. We're, but, but we're all the uh, we're all the intoxic- intoxicated jerks up north to the Chicago yeah, yeah, people. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it isn't just them on vacation at any point either. Um, I guess the one thing it makes interesting is I really feel like Losing Z, an edge rusher or interior lineman is going to be one of the things we're going to look at most, almost certainly going to be the top pick because we we shored up our our middle linebacker. Wide receiver is the other option. There's a lot of wide receivers in this draft. Um, this team is kind of devalued spending the first round capital on those guys. So it might be that they're going to wait and, you know, still get that guy in the second round that they usually go target. But, you know. But there's options there. There's a decent amount of guys who can be kind of available edge rushers at that spot or wide receivers that would fit our system here at that spot. So that'll be interesting to see as we move forward. Right, because I guess MVS isn't coming back. That's almost for sure. I don't see how it happens, I guess. so. Well, yeah. and I mean, it'd be, it'd be a little bit different too if there was some more consistency with him. But, you know, for all the flashes he showed, there was never really consistent output. So, I mean... And what? Who's the last wide receiver we drafted high? Well, beyond two, I mean, Devonte was a second round pick. Uh, Jordy yeah. was a second round pick. Right. So yeah. Randall Cobb was a second round yeah. pick. But I mean, so so the last time we used a high pick for a wide receiver was De, De, Devonte was a second Devante. round. Yeah, because yeah. they had that year where they got EQ and Moore and MVS, and Moore was the highest one. He was like the third round pick. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. the one who couldn't make the team. Yeah. <laughs> like EQ and MVS were still there. Just anybody it's whose like name pa- can just it's be like, silk. It's like the Packers are so gun shy from that year. You just want anybody letters. whose name can just be letters. You know, you got EQ <laughs> and MVS. We just need a guy <laughs> named you know, TLZ and, or Z. Just well, Z. Yeah, that was a good one, right? That worked well. well. 
or, or names or names with uh, hyphens in them or not hyphens, um, apostrophes in them because it wasn't Moore's first name, Jerron. Something like that. I'm forgetting. It's been so long since I've had to talk about him. He didn't get out of camp. Right. Yeah. Jamon. Yeah. J-M-O-N. Yeah. 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 All right. That's that's really all it is. It's just kind of looking at what's going to do going forward. We'll see what they do with Amos yet because he's still out there. And if Amos is gone, then you have to add on like um, so Jaquan Brisker from Penn State and uh, Daxon Hill from Michigan as possibilities at that uh, number 28 for the Packers. So Is, is Amos a free agent? Uh, no, he signed the same year that we signed, you know, Turner and Z. Oh, so like Preston. he's gone like cut, like cut. Yeah, it depends on the money, possibly. I don't know that they would because I think they made their moves today, but we'll see. I mean, like it's hard well, to say. Well, the, to do the, the, the easy the easy money to cut would be. Did you say Cobb and Crosby? Yeah, they're not cutting Cobb though, because you know Rodgers wanted him in. He's not the guy who's right. going. Cosby, you said, or, or Crosby, you know, he's the guy you were talking about. Yeah. He seems like he needs to But I mean cut. but I mean Cobb could be one of those deals too where it's cut him and then he comes back and signs after the for much less cuz he just wants to play in Green Bay at this point. And honestly, I don't think there's a market for him. I mean, I like much. Randall Cobb as much as the next guy, but I don't think there's a market for him. He was too injured last year. He had one really good game and that was it. Yeah. So Hard to say. I mean, he might be one of those cut and uh catch and release or release and catch. <laughs> I guess backwards of catch and release, but <laughs> just like throwing fish into an empty pond and then catching them again. <laughs> and and so, like I said, I was talking to you about um, the salary cap before the, the podcast, and I did a little bit of research into it um, and just went through a couple. I went through the NFL's website for the official, and that was, I'm not a lawyer like you. I can't read that garbage. Um, so I, <laughs> so I, so, so I did the Wikipedia route and uh, um, uh, an article on uh by I think Darren Ravel. Does that make sense? Would he write something about that? Yeah, Either he way. does finance for stuff. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it was Darren Ravel. And so basically there's no precedent for what the penalty would be for breaking the salary cap. Because the only time anything like that has happened was in 2010 when there was it was the, that was the uncapped year. Yeah. And the the Cowboys and the Redskins went buck wild. And um, spent like an uncapped year. The Raiders and I think Chargers also did, but to a much smaller extent, like just basically overspending what the cap was going to be figuring, you know, they were playing within two, $3 million of the cap. So they didn't get penalized, but the, the Cowboys and the Redskins got penalized for um, the total amount that they spent together. They had to get below that far, that much for the average, the two of them, they had to get that much lower below the salary cap. And then, they took that <laughs> amount and averaged out and gave every other team in the NFL 1.7 million extra on the salary cap to make up for it. So, because of course Dan Schneider and uh, uh, Jerry Jones would be the two that would go crazy spending uh, in an uncapped year, knowing full well there would be penalties next year when it's capped. Um, so, you know, it's it's all imaginary. The Saints the Saints broke the code the last four or five years with with uh, Drew Brees, where they just keep paying him enough to keep him happy, but stay under the cap. Um, some have joked, uh, wait and watch the Packers are going to go make a whole bunch of free agent signings this week. And then Rogers is going to come out and say that he's playing for the veteran minimum. Now I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. I, I don't think his ego is no. that flexible, but I, I do think that Aaron Rodgers is going to sit and wait and see what happens. Ask the Packers to make some moves 
and a good faith interest that he is going to sign for an amount that keeps them under the cap so they can still sign rookies out of the draft, but they can keep all the key components um, from last year. Um, with Bakhtiari back, that makes Turner a non, you know, like we said, Turner non was not, you know, he was part of the components last year, but now with Bakhtiari back, he's, you know, replacing Josh Nyman played very well. Um, uh, and then uh, Z didn't play at all last year. Right. So he wasn't a key component last year. And you figure that maybe a Whitney Merciless will be able to come back on some lawyer and money, but they went out and got the big ones. And they, and you know, by the end of this free agent period, we might have the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid wide receiver, the highest paid quarterback of all time, the highest paid court, offensive lineman of all time, the highest paid wide receiver of all time, and the highest paid cornerback of all time. All of people who were drafted by the Packers. Yeah. Um. So, but I would, I think that Rogers is going to, have them sign everyone he wants and then he'll take a number that gets them under the cap and that's how it's going to work year to year to year yeah, it could and they'll be. just restructure 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 signing bonus signing bonus signing bonus and make it work because the cap is the cap is imaginary and as long as you got someone good enough to manage it you can do whatever you want you know we've asked for years how in the world did the cowboys have all these high-end players <laughs> And you said lack of depth. Well, that's part yeah. of it. And the Packers are going to start hurting for depth, but they yeah. draft better. So, um, but yeah, it's just a matter of making the money dance, man. Yep. And Russ Ball's good at taking them out. Damn you money know, dance. The guys, the you know, and it's poor, and poor, Ken, poor Ken Ingles is getting proven wrong by <laughs> Russ Ball right now. <laughs> you know, like well, I don't he did think, a good job. Ingles think... did a good job talking to about you know here's. Here's six guys who you need to restructure, and you could get yourself, you know, another. Right. He was very right about it, and he was um, very right about that. Yeah. So I guess Russ isn't proving him wrong, but I think Ken was more along the lines of this: they're not going to do all of this, and they're doing all of this. <laughs> Making it work. All <laughs> right. right. In terms of baseball, we will have a season now, so we want to try to see if we can get um, get Wendy and Megan to come back on and talk actual baseball with us. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both very excited. Go follow them both yep. on Twitter. Uh, they're fantastic because it's it's good to hear about baseball again. Players are going to start reporting in again and get ready for a season. Brewers made the first couple moves of their season, which is you know re-signing Brandon Boxberger, the box of burgers himself. Mm-hmm. Um, no George Boxberger. Webb uh, sort of money coming into him yet, but uh, we're still working on it. That. Do not understand that. Why he does not have the <laughs> Boxberger box of burgers right yeah five for five dollars from george webb after every win yeah the the brewers, it just writes itself it's too easy where are these salespeople? brewers feeling nostalgic as well as they go and get andrew mccutcheon so they're just feeling <laughs> like it's 2015 if, again if you know. can't beat them join them you know like yeah. i don't know who from the Cardinals can they go sign? Jeez, oh, well. do like just every Brewers. Well, they got uh, Colton Wong, so yeah, they did get Colton Wong. Would be great if they went out and got Rizzo too. You know, that'd be, be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, another great first for the baseman team in general. But someone someone did a, a, a screen change or a uniform change of Andrew McCutcheon in the dugout. You can see it on my Twitter at Cheddar at Cheddar Talk, and so they changed all the colors, and they obviously changed all the colors, Phillies colors to blue. And then added logos. And in the background <laughs> is uh, Real Mudo is sitting behind him on the bench. And I'm like, does Real Mudo come with the deal? Because that uh, would be yeah, great. That would be fantastic. Could, we, could he be our catcher, please? 
Oh yeah. He's unbelievable. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with it, especially with this DH now. Yeah. Like someone brought it up. Uh, what if we get Yelich out of the field? Yeah. And, we, and, and we have uh, what, and we have, what's his name who we just signed in the off season before the lockout. Um, help me. I missed this. I just want oh, you know, Rowdy Tellez. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got to go look it up. Rowdy, you, you Rowdy Tellez. Those are the big things. The, the talk there was about getting rid of the shift doesn't appear to be major league level yet. Like nope. high A, low A, and double A will be trying it starting next season. And the rule will be everybody has to stay in the infield, no infielder going into the outfield, and they all have to be two players per side of the field. So, right. Hunter Renfro, John. Hunter Renfro? The... Wait, what? He's like a receiver for Las Vegas too, right? Am I getting this wrong? Where am I? At? What Renfro did we get in the off season? I don't remember. Hunter Renfro's. <sighs> do I have to do all the work on this show? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. Played the uh, Padres and Dustin Hunter Renfro is his actual name. He's from Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Uh, yeah, it's a right fielder signed with the Brewers who wear number 17. I still think, isn't Hunter Renfro also the guy from? Yes, he is. Wide receiver. Just... Yes, you are correct. The, but you put me on the spot there and I lost track. And that's what I was trying to think about. Like, he's not the wide receiver. And he looks like the wide receiver from the yeah. <laughs> from the, uh, uh, from the Raiders too. So It's just messing um, with you. It's like, what? Who is that? It's a different guy. So Renfro, uh, Renfro hit uh, two fifty nine last year with fifty three home runs for uh, Boston. Yes, yeah. uh, played in one hundred forty four games, uh, thirty one home runs, ninety six RBIs, strikes out at a fairly normal rate for someone who plays in the league <laughs> these days. So the lifetime batting average is two thirty seven. Yeah, um, he's hit over he with the Padres in two thousand nineteen. He had forty six home runs. Or excuse me, that's forty six walks, uh, thirty three home yeah. runs, and sixty four RBIs. So he's a power guy. So I mean, that's going to be your, that's going to be a right fielder, uh, Kane in center, and then McCutcheon in left with Yelly at DH. If Yelly can finally pull his proverbial out of his, uh, oh. out of his receiving end, McCutcheon's um, going to be a, he's going to be a rotational guy at this point. I think so. We'll, I don't know, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Well, how old's McCutcheon? I mean, he popped 27 home runs last year. Yeah, I guess. I just, he hasn't had that kind of, you know, his seasons really tailed off very quickly after, after he same, got the MVP. He's uh, the same age as Kane. So last year was yeah, he's Philly. He's 35. God, I love baseballreference.com, by the way. Uh, yeah, last year with Philly, he had 27 and 80, but he hit 222. So. Yeah, I mean, he is a far cry from his MVP year of, uh, what was it, 2014? More home runs than doubles each of the last two years. The year before, in 2020, he had 10 home runs, 9 doubles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, coming back, I mean, like he had, in, in 2018, he had uh, 30 home runs the year before that, 30, and then 26, 36, 38, 38, going backwards from 2018. I mean, that's... That was yeah, a great no, it's stretch, like I said, man. I wish we would have had him like in, you know, like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I mean, it, like it I adds said, something or, 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 or he or he's the DH, you know? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, 
in, in a DH position, not playing the field, it could be like um, Nelson Cruz, who played for the Twins and then the Tampa Bay uh, who was Rays at the end of the year. Rumored but, to be close with the Brewers, but then didn't. So yeah, just, just to, to hurt our feelings. So, yeah. But I mean, Nelson Cruz, man, he's 42, 43 years old. He can't yeah. feel, he can barely run, but the dude can mash. Right. You know, it's like steroids. It's like big, 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 well, yeah. <laughs> just, let's not get into the finer details, John. Let's just talk about stats. But I mean, like Big Poppy, man. Like Big Poppy, as soon as they took him out of the field, made him the DH, man. He was the best ever. That's That extended his career and made him a Hall of Famer. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I, if, if it means if it means getting one of the two of them on the bench and out of the field so they can actually just think about hitting, I'm all for it. All right. Well, we'll have plenty more time to talk more. Impassioned baseball yeah. talk. We'll have plenty more time to talk over Brewer stuff as uh, as we get into an actual season here at some point. So that'll be fantastic to actually have that going for us. Uh, we are now through all the conference championships, and we do have a bracket. All right. And everybody's filled out their brackets, I'm sure, by now, because when you're listening to this, it's probably Tuesday. And then mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday, the, you know, we're going to be – already into playing games and getting, you know, Thursday is the, the beginning of the actual tournament of 64 teams, not the, the other couple 68s. But yeah, um, Wisconsin and Marquette just fell backwards into this tournament as they both go out immediately in their yeah, conference championships. Marquette couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Um, I mean, I take that back. They're, they're shooting kind of Marquette-ish. Um, 32% from three, 39% from the field, but Creighton was shooting 41% from three <laughs> and 49% right. overall. You don't win that game. You just, I mean, yeah. Kolik and Koath combined for eight points and yeah, they didn't get, a, they only got 11 from the bench and they need bench scoring because that's who they are. Right. Um, so yeah, nothing went for them and it was immediate. Uh, just, couldn't get things going. If they're if they're working right, Kolak or Koath is out there and he's um you know he, he's delivering the ball to other people and he'll score some because he does shoot the three. Mm-hmm. And you'll get uh, Marcel out there. Marcel ended up leading the team in uh, in, in points in this game, one ahead of what uh, Lewis was able to get him. But they need somebody else putting up something. Prosper or Kolak or somebody or Ko, you know Koath. No, Koath, pardon me getting all of them just kind of lined in together sorry but they weren't getting that and that's a rough row and they have had there i'm more concerned about marquette obviously than wisconsin at this point because the wisconsin game is three of 19 for johnny davis right like that's i mean it's a six point game it was 58 58 with a minute 45 left and you're like badgers are going to find a way to win this and they didn't they did not in the last minute 45 they just kind of fouling and then hoping they'd miss and Michigan state didn't miss their free throws. They finished right. out the game, but yeah, three of nine. Well, and, is- and that's a friend of the sh- friend of the show. Pete asked me today, or we were talking about that whole scenario uh, back to Marquette though. Well, we'll talk yeah, yeah. about their seating in we're just kinda, a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's not like Tom Izzo or Michigan state, like solved a puzzle on how to shot down. Or, that's what he posed me with. He's like, did did they solve a puzzle on how to shut down Johnny Davis? No, and, uh, no. Johnny Davis I, is that's coming what off of we a both sprained came to the conclusion ankle. Of is that they didn't. It was just he had a bad game, you know. So well, and he's coming off a sprained ankle and probably just shouldn't have played. 
He probably just shouldn't have, but he he went out there, uh, gave him 34 minutes. It's nice to see that he was at least moving, but 11 points on 3 of 19, shooting 0 for 5 from 3. Had 11 rebounds, but yeah, um, he was out of sorts, and that's enough to move Michigan State past him in this game. Um, so yeah, that's that's the big thing is I think the problem with Wisconsin was uh, injury-related, and they didn't get enough from vote and guys like that on the bench, you know, uh, Jacoby mm-hmm. Neath, not getting them enough off the bench, basically nothing. Vote, I think they got one point. Vote didn't look good at all, man. Vote that had was... the only point off the bench. They got zero points from the bench. Um, Jacoby Neath yeah. and and Vote, they they need to do something, generally speaking. Uh, so they played badly, and Johnny Davis was still coming off of that sprained ankle and everything he just had. I think that it's more that whereas with Marquette I'm more worried that Marquette's been figured out because it is this is a track record right like Marquette has been been beaten up a, a couple times now by teams they should not have lost to they lose to Creighton big Creighton I think sweeps them three games right three wins um DePaul beats them which makes no sense to me uh Creighton, yeah Creighton beat them the last time 83-82 they get past their Butler beat them UConn, and, you know, it's like down the stretch, they're kind of hit or miss, and uh, they're they're giving up weird games. You know, like ninety one points to uh, to DePaul, kind of nonsense. And it's like, and they gave up seventy seven to St. John's, and luckily they scored eighty five. But then they gave up seventy four to Creighton. So I mean, in their last three games here, it's you know they've given up seventy four, seventy seven, and ninety one. Uh, the game before that, they held Butler to fifty four. But the last three games. Those are significantly higher than their season averages. And now they're in an 8-9 game, right? They're, I mean, they're going to be playing North Carolina in a rematch of the national championship game, by the way, the one they won with uh, with Al. Uh, right. But they're the 9-8. Nine, nine, I mean, it's basically a toss-up type game. But, uh, I mean, it's a 19-12 team versus a 24-9 team. Um, North Carolina is favored by three points. I don't know how you feel about that, that collection there. But, yeah, it's a... Uh, that's a rough matchup. They fell apart down the way and kind of held on to the, you know, they held on to that fifth spot, but it, it, you know, in the big East that is, and they just couldn't do enough to kind of push themselves higher. There was a point this year. I thought we were going to have two, like three, four seeds, you know, three or four seeds um, because they were both playing so well, but Marquette down the stretch has just not been there. Um, and has not, I don't know. I'm far more worried about them. I'm going to pick them to win the first run just because that's how I'm going to go. But uh, I'll say this. The Badgers have the, the better bracket. Um, that yes. I mean, first off, starting off by being a three seed. Right. With two of the most beatable one-two combinations uh, out there. Right. So that's... Well, it, yeah. it does... Uh, the Sorry, I was... <laughs> getting frustrated with uh something in the background uh <laughs> you know real professional no i was yeah. my my sling app decided to stop working so i could it couldn't see the bucks game in the background um so uh being in the blackout area games that are on tv are hard to come by um yeah. so anyway um no it does the, the eight nine seating against north carolina does show that the uh uh the 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 uh committee has a, a bit of a sense of humor because they, they did pit the 1977 championship game against each other. The one that Marquette won. Yeah. I liked it. It was good for them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was just looking through because they're in the Midwest. So, so there'll be a three seed playing in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the four seed is Providence and the five seed is Iowa. Mm-hmm. So they got to play Colgate to start off mm-hmm. with. Um, and then the, the one is Kansas, who for a one has not looked, you know, world beating. And let's see, where's the, who is the two? I'm trying to find the two in this group again. Um, who does number two work for? Yeah. Who that does number good. two work for? Oh, two is Auburn. So yeah. Okay. Auburn lost several key ones down the stretch that you were just kind of baffled by. How did that happen? How are they losing to these teams? Um, but yeah, uh, it's a it's a nice little setup for Wisconsin. They get Colgate. Look at the winner of LSU Iowa State, uh, and then they'll possibly be playing somebody like Miami USC or Auburn. Probably right. Auburn. And they beat USC earlier this year too, didn't they? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think they played USC. They played. They beat some other of these. Maybe they did. I'm trying to remember what they happened at the beginning. Of the team. I don't remember them playing there, but they did lose to Providence, who was the four seed. Um, I think maybe they beat USC in the Maui Invitational in Las Vegas. Because I know they beat Houston. Ah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, one of my favorites, the Richmond Spiders. Yes. I'll be watching that game just to make my wife uncomfortable because uh, <laughs> she can't stand Still- spiders. <laughs> Still think that should have been what the Cleveland Indians should have renamed themselves, even though it was the losingest oh, team of all time. Cleveland but Spiders. I think Spiders is a great logo. Two teams renamed themselves in the offseason, and they both failed miserably. The uh, Fond du Lac Dock Spiders of the Northwoods League is one of the <laughs> yeah. best names and logos yeah. of all time. Northwoods League has some good names in yeah. it, too. So. Uh, the Beloit, uh, formerly the Beloit Snappers, who used to be a Brewers A affiliate team, they are now the Sky Carp. Sky carp. That's pretty fun. Which I didn't know this, but um, did you know that is a slang term for Canada geese? Oh no! But I love that. That's it that's is. It's fantastic. wonderful because I mean we're we're on the Rock River. All mm-hmm. we get is we have geese here year round. Like <laughs> it's some don't even go south for the winter. They just stay here. So yeah, there <laughs> we have geese everywhere, and pelicans. In case right. you didn't know. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. I told you that they come up the rock, they come up the Mississippi from the Gulf, and then they come up the Rock River, and then they go across uh, uh, the Horicon Marsh to Lake Winnebago, and then up the Fox River and uh, Green Bay as prime breeding ground for the North American pelican. There we go, Gulf Coast pelican. So as far as the draw, take, from... that, take that, New Orleans. <laughs> I'll say as far as the draw for Marquette, they get North Carolina, as we already talked about. Then they'll almost certainly be playing Baylor unless Baylor goes full on Virginia and loses to Norfolk State. <laughs> um, they are the the other teams in their little regional here are St. Mary's, uh, and then the play-in game is it Indiana, Wyoming, UCLA, and Akron. UCLA Marquette would be a great um, a great bit to get down to the uh, was that 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 round of sixteen here if they get in the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Marquette UCLA would be a nice rematch from an earlier game. I think it's the lowest scoring game UCLA played all year. They did beat Marquette, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, that'd be that'd be good. That's I also think, the bracket that Purdue is in, by the way. So I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be snooping around on SeatGeek this next weekend here and uh, looking for some cheap prices down at Pfizer because you know you don't plan you know I don't plan my stuff around sports, but. I didn't even I, I didn't even realize that there was going to be a region in Milwaukee this year. <laughs> yeah, they That's, do it a lot. 
I mean, they do, but I did, it didn't dawn on me. And so, of course, we got a big spring break coming up here. So, you know, yeah. it's, don't want to throw a bunch of money at some college games. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if I could get a Auburn versus somebody game, you know, yeah. the Badgers game is going to be expensive, super oh, yeah. expensive. But, like, if you could pull another, I'm sure I could pull some upper deck tickets for next get, to nothing. For get some LSU? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But just, and games LSU. at Pfizer are fun. Iowa State, yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's one too. You know, like if you want to take the family to a game, man, like taking four people to a like your family would bankrupt you. You'd have to sell your house. <laughs> but like taking a family of four to a Bucks game, near impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, without spending a significant amount of money, like right. you know, and and not that there's a bad seat in the place, but you're gonna be up in cheap seats for sure. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're gonna be if you're gonna be taking your whole family and you're, you're you know dead smack middle class like I am. Um, but you know, this would be an opportunity to take, I'm going to be, I'm like I said, I'm going to be stupid seat geek because I can find 10, $15 tickets to some random game. There'd be a heck of a way to go to Pfizer forum. Wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, as far as the bucks go, bucks actually had some, some, you know, continued success. We'll say, um, these are the ones that you figure were, were the easier next two Cause they got through that, that three and no stretch of heat bulls, suns. And then they beat the Thunder. They just destroyed the Thunder. I mean, 142 yep. points uh, yep. just rolled on them. And it was the way Giannis went four for four from three. And you're just like, that's game. What, what's what's going on? If he goes, Giannis going four for four in a game, they're going to win. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to remember. I just wanted to pull it up again. He, he, was, he made them all. Yeah, it was four for four. I was like, I know he made all of them. The team shot 50% from three, 20 of 40. Like, what? Uh, if you got, I don't care what level you're at. If your team's shooting fifty percent from three and shooting more than five, you know, more than six, I guess. Um, yeah, jeez, that's <laughs> just that was that was a game that just nobody's winning that game uh, if they're shooting like that. Uh, the Bucks then go play Atlanta. Well, they get them at home the very next day on Wednesday, and they get the one twenty four one fifteen win. But then they came back, and they the you know the Warriors got the Bucks back this time. Uh, the Bucks had that mm-hmm. fantastic game earlier this year where they were just it was like seventy seven to like fifty two at half or something. Yeah, and they beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, so this one, Warriors get them uh, out out there in California at one twenty two one oh nine. You you know the streak wasn't going to go forever, but they are now playing the Jazz. Uh, they're up. Yep. It looks like sixty eight fifty nine at halftime as we're talking. Jazz having a very nice year, so that would be a very good win if they can hold on and pull that off too. Um, pretty decent team, so yeah, they, they've been playing very well. They're the fourth seed right now in the West. Uh, well, they lot. were. Remember last year, they were the number one seed for the longest time, weren't they? Yes, and I mean, until the Suns got ahead of them right at the end, and then they got beat in the first round. Right? Was that the? Di- was that? The <laughs> I think bit? so. I think so. Yeah. But here's the fun thing: the Bucks are up to number two in the East right now. They've jumped yeah. the 76ers. Uh, they're, I mean, they're a half game ahead of 76ers, 76ers who got absolutely just throttled by the Nets last week. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah. And the so Nets great. still hanging on Harden, Harden was whiny baby and bead was terrible. It was, I, I, I'm not out here cheering for the Nets, but man, yeah. like, uh, if yeah, just, just punched Philadelphia right in the mouth. It was right. Wonder. Like the the Nets would never punch the Bucks in the mouth. That's going to be a gritty street fight to the end. Right. It's going to take someone stepping on the three point line 
and getting a two instead of a three to win games. That's what it's going to come down to with the Nets and the Bucks. They're so evenly matched. In the game I went to against the Nets too, it was, you know, Kyrie Irving was unbelievable that night. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Kyrie had uh, Harden just up in arms and it was <laughs> fantastic to see because two most hateable players in the league now play for Philadelphia. So. <laughs> the other big story here, and almost certainly the reason they're up by nine and a half is Splash Mountain was coming back today. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the story is he's coming back today. I don't. Uh, he he had seven minutes so far in the first half. He didn't start, but he got seven minutes in and three points. Of course, the three points came from a three pointer because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Splash Mountain. Um, so yeah, it, it's nice to see him back out there. So Ibaka and Lopez each getting seven minutes in this game. Portis getting the start, starting to roll through with a, a couple bigs who can get in there and and, and do a lot of things for you and are. <laughs> Good stretch well, George, Hill, George Hill's coming back here pretty soon, too. He's playing so, today. He's got 10 minutes yeah. in. He hasn't shot a single shot yet. He's 0 for 0, but has two rebounds. Um, so, yeah, things are rounding into shape. You know, things are they're, they're finding their way. They're falling into place. Uh, it's just kind of starting to be a comfortable place for the Bucks right now. And they're playing very well. And, yeah, you didn't get that one at Golden State. But you can if you can get past Utah here, then let me see. Right after that, then you're gonna have the Kings. You're gonna have the losing, Timberwolves. Losing at, losing at Golden State in San Francisco is not the end of the world either. No, that's, that's no. a very losable game. Yeah, a lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah, it's happened a lot in the last ten years. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm saying like Kings, Timberwolves, it's not, and it's, it's not like they blew. It's not like they blew them out either. No, it's no, not like they just they just outplayed them enough, and they they got ahead, and they were they won securely against the Bucks, but. You know, you do what you can. So who's coming up? Uh, like I said, uh, Kings, Timberwolves, then the Bulls, yep. But uh, yeah. then Wizards, Grizzlies, and then to end the month, the 76ers and Nets. So that'll be kind of good. A, is that a home game against the Grizzlies? No. That'll be a little stretch that they, they go out to hit a bunch of other teams there. But the, they'll have home games with the Bulls. Remember, Memphis is, Memphis is the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> they were the... Along with the Along with New Orleans. Well, so, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a stretch of going to Memphis and then Philadelphia and then New Jersey or Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. geez. Yeah. Why did I do that? I want to see, I want to see John Morant play at some point here in person. That guy's unreal. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, playing the Kings, that's not worrisome. Um, Timberwolves are a bit improved. They're 40 um, they're and 30 right a, now. They're not, a, they're not a pushover per se. So, yeah. They're the seven seed right now in the West. They're actually they, they, they are they are. They're gonna. I mean, they've got deal. a good they've got a good team. I mean, they've got uh, Ant Anthony Edwards is is real good. He's he's playing like he was the first overall pick. I think the I think the the Timberwolves finally after all these years hit a number one. Carl Anthony Towns is playing well, and he was never a leader, so that's why Anthony is good. Anthony Edwards is good. And they got D'Lo. They got some other pieces. They're they're okay. Yeah. They're not going to win anything, but they're a team to be watched. You need to watch out for them. They're not just the, the worst franchise in sports North American sports history anymore. No, that's so. Houston. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the Timberwolves are technically by record the worst team in North American sports history. Well, there you go. Well, and they still are. So. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> they that. still are, but they're, they're not. They're not <laughs> playing like it this year. So. There you go. Which is nice to see. Well, it's A Rod's team now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's talking about yeah, that? it is. 
All right, everybody. That's what we've got for all the main sports. We've got a couple little things that we'll wrap up here in the segment of the show that we lovingly call Our Last Call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. We don't have anything for you this week in terms of uh, D1 wrestling because the national tournament is next week. We did get the seeding coming out this week. Um, you know, Gomez coming in as a three seed and Barnett coming in as a six. Uh, we got a couple interesting people to watch there. They got a, a, a lot of names into the tournament, so that should be good to see. Uh, on top of this, the brackets came out for Division Three basketball as well. Uh, well, they've already played all the way through to their final four. So they're in the final four. Uh, the Wisconsin teams that got in, we did have Platteville, UW Lacrosse, and uh, UW Zero all make it in. Uh, all of them won their first round, too. Uh, Oshkosh beat Blackburn and then lost to CWRU. Uh, let's see. Platteville beat Marion. So I guess there's another Wisconsin team in there, but they lost right away to Platteville. Then Platteville loses to Calvin. Apparently Hobbs was elsewhere, but they lost <laughs> oh, to Calvin. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, UW Lacrosse beat... Heidelberg, one in the U.S. at least, and then they lost to Illinois Wesleyan. So that's what happened there. The the uh, bracket as it stands now, the final four is Marietta will play Randolph-Macon. I think those are two Georgia schools, I think. Uh, and then Elmhurst, Elmhurst will be playing Wabash. Uh, so that is the men's final four. And Boy, D3. D3's got some fun names, man. They do. Uh, and, and not and not fun like as in just odd names, but like some weird fun hyphenated names like Wabash. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'd think that'd be in Minnesota. I think it's in <laughs> Iowa, if I'm pretty sure. No, that makes sense. The Wabashaw's uh, right up the river. Okay. A lot of women's teams from Wisconsin getting in. Most of them kind of playing each other here. Oshkosh played Wisconsin Lutheran right away, and then Oshkosh beat them 48-42. Wisconsin Lutheran's in the D3 tournament? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're, they're like a thousand kids. They were ranked their top twenty-five program this year, and they lose in the first Holy round. Smokes. They're tiny. Yeah, we were talking about them the last couple of rounds here. Huh. Uh, then Oshkosh beats Baldwin Wallace. <laughs> Just another okay. fun double name there. Uh, Whitewater Baldwin also was, was was he? Did he fight the British? Baldwin Wallace. <laughs> Uh, Whitewater played against Ripon, which is another Wisconsin school. They beat Ripon, and then they beat. Illinois Wesleyan getting vengeance for their defeat over you know, their victory, I guess, over uh, UW Lacrosse in the men's tournament. So that, of course, gives us Whitewater versus Oshkosh for a trip to the Final Four. How great is wow. that? So Whitewater is in the Final Four, and they will be playing Amherst. On the other side is Trine versus Hope. That's right. Somebody's hope <laughs> is, is their plan is to defeat Hope. <laughs> trying versus yeah let's go beat hope <laughs> we have to defeat that's hope the, that's the, that's the putin plan <laughs> yeah destroy hope just, uh, just destroy, destroy hope. all of hope uh where, where did you said trying is indiana or illinois indiana indiana that's right yeah so that's oh because uh what was the other school that uh what's his name zimmer got zimmer went to school at oh, red hawks oh jeez I, I shoot we looked it up a couple weeks ago anyways not not uh, Miami. No, you, you keep talking. <laughs> keep talking, I guess. Uh, just looking here at uh, 
Intermats Division Three rankings. Uh, we've got Wartburg. I'm just trying to see the highest ranked uh, team from Wisconsin. It's 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 a little bit of ways. Uh, Lacrosse is tied for 14th. UW Zero is tied for 16th. It's hilarious because on the ranking it actually has Oshkosh as two words. UW Osh. Oh, like Oshkosh Pagosh. Oshkosh Pagosh. Yes. Uh, and Eau Claire is ranked 20th. So that's it there. In D3 hockey, we do still have, uh, well, we had St. Norbert win against St. Olaf. They will be playing Augsburg coming up. The winner will get the winner of Adrian and Hobart. University of New England will play Utica. Geneseo playing Trinity. Uh, this is uh, St. Norbert playing for a chance to get to the Final Four. Uh, they're playing at Augsburg. The next step will be Lake Placid, New York, for the D3 Final Four, or Frozen Four. Um Let's see. So River Falls beat Aurora seven nothing, and then uh, Gustavus Adolphus actually beat the uh, Eau Claire Blue Golds. So instead of getting a rematch, what had been a four five matchup before, uh, River Falls goes up and plays Gustavus Adolphus, and the Golden Gusties get a five three win. River Falls out of the tournament. The Frozen Four on the women's side will be Plattsburgh, Gustavus Adolphus, Middlebury, and Elmira. And I know Aaron has. Has some very hard feelings about Elmira. Elmira beat. Elmira. They beat Nazareth. Elmira. Yes, but that's uh, that's where we <laughs> that, are. The also, other also be, having gone to Sunday school as a kid, that sounds terrible too. Yeah, Elmira beat Nazareth. They're like, come on, man, get that right. Man, I now I really hate Elmira. <laughs> In terms of women's D one hockey, uh, def- two time defending champion UW. Badgers women's hockey team was defeated by Northeastern this week. Uh, it was a four to two game. Just uh, yeah, they pushed really hard. Just a, a really good game by Northeastern. They were the home team because it was a four five matchup. And Northeastern on their home ice gets a trip back to the Frozen Four. Uh, the Wisconsin's the team that beat them last time to get the national championship. So Northeastern's still alive, uh, having a chance to go on. But uh, Badger women. Not playing in the Frozen Four for the first time in a little while now. So, um, yeah, it was a good, hard-fought season. They got a lot of young people coming back. They'll still see, you know, Webster and O'Brien and some of them coming back next year. Uh, Daryl Watts will be leaving, unfortunately, um, you know, seeing where she goes from here. But um, good, long, hard-fought year. Just a lot of other teams caught up to this team this year. And uh, great season by the uh, with the women's team. And uh, just another fantastic year, and we look forward to watching you again next year. Thank you for uh, a fantastic season with a lot of great memories and a lot of great hockey. But that is yeah, all we've got. For, thanks for having good hockey in Madison this year because your counterparts stunk up the joint. <laughs> yeah, the men's team was terrible, but terrible. we'll be back next year, and we'll be talking about them both again next year. We'll be excited. Um, St. Norbert is the lone standing uh, rock for our uh, – our uh, championship hopes in hockey this year. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay, that's it. With um, we thought that we, we, I mean, we had number two, four, and number five, Eau Claire and River Falls, like all year, and neither of them makes the Frozen Four because Gustavus Adolphus walks in here and beats both of them back to back. So yeah, beat. Uh, they got to play the first one at Saint Peter, Minnesota. So they were the home team in the first game, but then they win in River Falls. And now they're playing in Middlebury against Plattsburgh for the Frozen Four. So, yeah, Middlebury gets to play at home in the uh, 
the national championship series here, the the Frozen Four. So yeah, so go uh, Green Knights. Hopefully they can get the the big upset win against uh, Augsburg and and move on and beat Adrian, I guess. So we'll see how it goes. Anything else you want to add, Aaron? Uh, so the small school I was trying to think of, Mike Zimmer went to Illinois State. I must have been confusing it with something else. Um, oh, they have the Redbirds, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, uh, the Bucks' third quarter woes continue. This is almost concerning. Like, they're now down 75-73. Yeah. Um, they opened up the, th- the second half with not scoring for the first seven minutes. <laughs> And change yeah, and Donovan and Donovan Mitchell and a and a fun exchange. Donovan Mitchell, who plays for the Jazz, very good player by the way. Um, it's probably the reason why I think they got knocked out early in the playoffs. He uh, was, uh, I think, he was hurt right at the end of the year. Um, Donovan Mitchell made one from about 15 feet behind the arc, and then they went down the court and Grayson Allen made one from just about as far out. <laughs> so that was that was pretty fun. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, and yeah, the 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 Bucks third quarter. Man, I don't know. I don't know what is going on. Yeah, right now it was at sixteen to five in the third quarter. So that's pretty. That's rough. Yeah, I mean, it's just what happens to the Bucks coming out of the half. I don't know. And then in the fourth quarter, it's 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 balls to the walls again, man. Like yeah. I don't get it. It's like for one quarter they go to sleep, mm-hmm. and it's not like they don't have their starters out there. No, they have all their starters in there. There's another steal, and there's uh, good lord, and there's <laughs> another right. three. We're not going to do play by play for the rest Anyways, of the show, everybody. I know. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that's that's it. I mean, that's the Bucks third quarters, man. It's it's concerning. Like yeah. at first it was like, oh, this is cute. We're gonna have a little slump in the third quarter at the beginning of the season. We're almost done with the regular season, and the third quarter stink. So I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't know how a third quarter would stink. I can see a first or a fourth, or just before the half. All right. All right, yeah. everybody. Well, thank you again for joining us this week, uh, everybody other than Russia. Um, and yeah, Belarus, do, yeah, <laughs> and Belarus, yeah. you're on your own. Yeah, but Belarus, thank you for joining you know, us. Hope you guys are all having a, a wonderful time. We'll be back to talk more Wisconsin sports next week. Um, maybe we start with a little bit of chance to talk about Brewers coming up here. At least we'll be getting there very soon, hopefully. Uh, but remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.